What up, saucers? We're back. We're back. And we are going to um, dive right into Am I the Asshole? Y'all love it on Reddit. Yes. It's very fun, funny, shocking, horrifying. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to give our two cents over this shit because a lot of these are just so weird. But we, we're, we're blind reacting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we haven't read these yet. But I'm excited to go into it. And I can read the first one. We can go back and forth. Okay, cool. Okay, so without further ado, mm. am I the asshole for saying it's a little embarrassing that a girl's nanny puts little notes in her lunch? Um, okay. Yeah, okay. on the surface, yes. So this girl, Nicole, 16, started going to my, and the writer is also six, 16, school after winter break. She's a little weird TBH. She doesn't talk a lot. And when she does talk, she's so quiet that you can barely hear her. She used to eat in her car, but one of my friends Aww. felt bad for her and invited her to sit with and eat with us. I noticed that all of her lunches had little piece of paper that she'd read and smiled Aww. for like two seconds and folded up and put it in her, uh, in her pocket in her lunchbox. Sometimes she'd take it out and read it a couple times during lunch. I eventually asked what it is, and she said she has a nanny and she writes her notes every day. I asked if she she thinks that's a little embarrassing because I don't know anyone who has notes in their lunches past fifth grade. She got kind of defensive. It's in that her nanny does similar things for her siblings who are all in preschool and elementary school, so it kind of proved my point. She started eating in her car again, and one of my friends got mad at me because apparently she has a really bad home life before moving here and she's never had anyone to do that stuff for her i don't know how the fuck she expected me to know considering she usually only talks about school but it's starting to uh some drama in my friend group so i wanted to know if i was the asshole yeah yes yes you're the asshole like they have that breaks my heart oh my god you can tell the nanny just wants to make that person smile and they're smiling and it It works works. i think think you're jealous yeah, maybe you have some stuff to unpack, ma'am. Yeah, you have a little stuff to unpack, babe. I think maybe you want someone to think about you extra. And yeah, I think this girl has someone thinking about them. That's so in sad. In an extra way. I hate it's that just because that's a the note. cutest. It's just a note. And the fact that she said sometimes she would pull it out and read it again through lunch, like that melts my heart. You can tell that she, you know, and she's already quiet and not talking to people. Yeah. Eating in her car Come and on. has a bad home life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't. Yeah. You, you no, got to have asshole. empathy here for someone that's like going through something, but has at least one person in their corner and doesn't. Who isn't pe- even a parent. Yeah. And that doesn't need to go into school with people that already think they're weird because they could. I don't know what the home life is like, but they could already be chastised at mm-hmm. home and, and made to felt different or weird. And then they go to school yeah. for the same thing. Fuck you. Uh, but you're 16. You will right. learn for accountability, hopefully. I mean, what the yeah. fuck? That's Aww. sad. Um, okay, this one. Am I the asshole for taking my friend to court <laughs> after she kicked me out of the bridal party for cutting my hair? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Um For my friends. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Let me see. For my friend's three day wedding. First of all, that. mm -mm, mm -mm, Okay. mm -mm. Um, I had to buy three different dresses, (gasps) including alterations (gasps) and specific shoes, which totaled over $700. She also wanted specific hairstyles for each 
day. What I'm already fuck, on bitch? her side. I am I'm already, already on, on her side. <laughs> I'm going to cut my fucking hair. Do you want me in your wedding or do you want my hair to look this way? Because that actually is offensive to me. Yeah. The, like, yeah. You, do not tell me to cut my hair. But if you want me to three day extravaganza and want me to wear three different things, fine. You pay for it. That is fine. Oh, yeah. You, you pay for it, though. You're not going to three uh, days or at three, least two of the days. I'll pay for one of the dresses, maybe. Yeah. Like a normal wedding, but three days with alterations and three different hairstyles. And you won't <laughs> let someone cut their hair if they want to. Oh, what if her hair was mind. already like that? First of all, uh, out of your mind. Um, Unfortunately, starting in March, my hair started to deteriorate due to health oh. reasons. Okay, so this goes even deeper. <laughs> I'm, Dur- due to health reasons, my hair was falling out in chunks, and in May, I made the difficult decision to cut my hair. I told the bride about my decision two weeks before the wedding, and she didn't say anything bad. The following week, she came over to my house, and when she was about to leave, she brought up that she was concerned about my haircut, <laughs> and I told her it would look good even though I wouldn't be uniform with the other bridesmaids. The following day, I received this message. Ugh. After our recent conversations, I'd like to remind you of my boundaries. No, <laughs> no, 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 oh my no, God. no, no. I'd like to remind you of not my boundaries. saying the word boundaries as like, okay, sorry. I've been very accommodating and graceful, but I can't allow you to disrespect me. Ooh. As you know, my wedding has been something I've dreamt of for many years. Husband and I have invested a lot of money to, oh, that was, I heard yeah, you want to say the, the name. I was like, she really wrote husband? Okay, <laughs> didn't want to say the name. Husband and I have invested a lot of money to the, um, into the video and photos of this day. And as we reflect on this day in the future, we want to see our vision reflected in the memories. Since I asked each of you to be bridesmaids in 2019, I've been very clearly, I have been very clearly and very communicative in my request. The timing of your decision to cut your hair and not wait, there's Um, some typos in here Um, and not something in advance is very upsetting to me. I would have felt respected if you had communicated with me more than a week prior to the wedding so we could have worked together to find a collaborative solution. Sorry. Um, Sorry. You're a bitch. Uh, Your inconsistencies have concerned me. And while I sympathize with your health concerns, I'm not willing to compromise my vision to accommodate you or anyone else. When you have informed me in advance, when, when you have informed me in advance and we could have found a better solution since this something you can no longer, you can no longer fully commit to. I need you to please step down from participating in my wedding. Step down. Since this is something you can no longer commit Am why then why am I your bridesmaid? Exactly. That's what I want to ask that girl. Why am I your bridesmaid? Is it because I, I can pull off the hairstyle you want in your photos, exactly. or is it because I'm your friend? Exactly. This is what I I and at my wedding, I I I even felt bad even giving like I had like a nine color color palette that my bridesmaids that's so uh, many could choose from, um and literally they can do a suit. They could have done a jumpsuit or a wow, dress so and there freedom. was a jumpsuit and there was dresses. I, I, mm-hmm. And the only thing was just like, try not to pick the same color. Right. Um, that was it. I like, I don't, under, and like, I don't know. I don't want to like fucking shit on, on the brides that had their bridesmaids, like super like um, cohesive, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This is just my opinion. 
I just feel yeah. like it's kind of creepy. I just feel like you're making it, it into your little dolls and it you just want very... them to look so uniform behind you and lick your asshole and taint yes, every step of so the way weird. and next to you. It's just like it's weird it's and creep. it's also there's like... something creepy about it. And there's also something, and this obviously this depends on the bride, but that concept is very kind of catty to me in a way where, cause there's that stereotypical ugly bridesmaids dress, which is just like the stereotype of it where, you know, the bride wants her bridesmaids to not outshine her. So that she, now I have been in multiple best friends weddings and I have never had that be the case. That's usually, you know, with yeah, good people, yeah. that's not the case, but it tends to be a thing of like, you, you know, you already don't have a lot of freedom unless the bride like you that's a lot of freedom of choice for because ultimately I would think if these are my best friends standing beside me on my important day I want them to feel good as well like I want them to feel pretty they're in front of a bunch of people yeah it's not their wedding I want them to feel sexy and pretty whatever they want to feel cute whatever they want to feel I want them to feel that way so that they can enjoy the day too because that's why what, what like is that not the point yeah also there's more to this it. um I, I i don't get like someone having a different haircut is not going to ruin your pictures and like only because you're being weird that everyone has to look exactly the same anyway so it's yeah. like that's the only weirdness out of it like so you're, you're gonna have dope pictures of of your girlfriends the people you love the most or guy friends i had yeah, like a, but I had she's prioritizing too, of, like uh, yeah, and like that's also another thing too. Like, guys, you can have men in your fucking bridal party too. Like that mm-hmm. also breaks up the monotony of like the 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 dolls. Yeah. Like you want to you want to have behind you. Like you're gonna yeah. look dope because you have a diverse friend group and not like a exactly. psychopath that probably still has beanie babies. And you're just assuming <laughs> that like these. You're assuming room. that like assuming that creepy the closest people to the bride are all women and the closest people to the groom are all men, but we're diverging a little. There's There's a little more to this. There's so many things. There's yeah. The wedding says, um, says this was three days. So the bride sent this text. This was three days before the wedding. I immediately sent her and her husband an invoice asking them to reimburse for the dresses and shoes. Yes. Yes, $700. Keeping in mind that one of the dresses is still in her possession, even though I paid for it. (gasps) Neither of them replied so I decided to take it to court. Good for good, you. Good, good. Good for you. Fuck she said, I was told I was inconsistent and selfish after I spent the past two weeks helping her plan the wedding shower. Um, I worked with another bridesmaid to surprise her with a bridal shower after our bachelorette trip had to be canceled. I spent hours helping her with wedding details. When she asked me to help her tone up before the wedding, I sent her a personalized workout program <laughs> and even went with her to the gym to show her the ropes. When I agree, when I agreed to be her bridesmaid, I was more than willing to oblige with what she had asked, even if at times it was a lot of time and money. So am I the asshole for taking her to court because she kicked me out for cutting my hair? We're not even I, going into the fact that she had to cut her hair for health, health reasons. reasons. The nerve. Like, and I also like, I didn't have my bridesmaids do anything but plan a one day bachelorette in Vegas. And I did it the week of my wedding because they live out of state. um, And I didn't want them to fly twice, Twice. Mm -hmm. just get it done. So it was fucking crazy for me because I had my bachelorette the week of my wedding. So I was, and I was in, it was in Vegas. Oh God. um, And it was just high anxiety. Um, But other than that, I planned everything. You know what I mean? Like with Ryan's help too. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I didn't, I felt weird asking 
and really like even the bachelorette i was just like it was just a lot like yeah. i didn't want them to help me at, at, at with the wedding at all the bachelorette is fine i didn't even have a shower mm-hmm. um yeah oh, you guys, and you but you guys surprised yes, me with a yes, little yes. that was bridal fun. that was so the fun tea party yeah um but it's just so like it's your wedding like you're right why are you making people also, it's one thing like little things in here and there of course they're your friends what's They'll going probably on help you but like still what's going on with a three-day wedding a three-day get over yourselves you're going to divorce in a year anyway fucking over yourself yeah they're already trying to cover up some issues clearly that's what i'm saying like there i've (laughs) seen so many three-day wedding bullshit you know like i've wait really this is like a thing oh this is a thing um i never can't i i I feel bad even having people go to my fucking wedding i went to like i just feel like i don't know you're going what to divorce anyway and but i'm married and i get it <laughs> but what does that mean what does a three-day wedding mean the wedding only happens in one ceremony so activities, what is ha- happening activities are multiple ceremonies and i don't want to like shit on religious ceremonies so there may be like religious ceremonies that last multiple days and i don't want to like um, uh yeah shit but on like, those but it, yeah if it's a cultural again, thing but this if it's a cultural like thing but this doesn't sound like a cultural thing i feel like that would have been said but i could be wrong but still this doesn't sound like a cultural thing and i i I am i'm sorry like you're you're gonna divorce you're probably gonna divorce like seeing how controlling you are and but and really above all you're gonna divorce you're willing to i'm assuming she's one of your closest friends if you asked her to be a bridesmaid so you're willing to cut one of your closest friends out of your wedding and all your photos and videos of your big day and your important moment that you've been dreaming about for so long um you're willing to cut one of your best friends out of that because of hair and she's losing clumps of fucking hair and she even said it was a hard decision to make to cut her hair this is i I could we could go on and on on this one this is like you're disgusting and when she had said like come up with a collaborative solution I'm sorry. I, I, what? Mm-hmm. Since when is my hair in my life something that you yeah. have to collaborate on no. for your bullshit three day extravaganza of like Ew. again? You're most likely you're gonna divorce anyway. I love that she um, took her to court. I love that. Yes, fuck that friendship. And I hope the yeah. bridesmaids took her side. Mm-hmm. The other friend group, whatever. Okay, so here's a new one. Am I the asshole for serving my sister's husband dinner using toy utensils? Okay. <laughs> Okay. I, male 17, interesting, moved in with you, sister. Is this, <laughs> what? Huh? Uh, after my parents kicked me out for coming out. Oh, God, another oh. story. They said I'll be here temporarily till I get back to normal, which I don't oh. think I will, lol. But, anyways, so I moved in with my sister and her husband about a month ago. FYI, she does everything around the house. I started helping here and there, as well as look after a two year old niece. Um, and now she's six months pregnant brother-in-law does nothing because he's the breadwinner as he claims but in my opinion he's taken it a bit too far he'd tell her to start his laundry once he takes off his clothes put Uh. dinner on the table once he's home and get the shower ready and so on get the shower uh, ready (laughs) they fight a lot because my sister is exhausted and burnt out i usually put my headphones on and mind my own business but two nights ago there was a lot of commotion once uh hard home or whatever Hmm. So many typos. So I went to see what the issue was. Turns out brother-in-law was complaining about dinner and my sister was too exhausted to get up. I mean, the dinner was already cooked, but he wanted her to put it 
uh, for him on the table. What? I told my sister I'd do it, but instead of using their kitchen utensils, I've used my niece's toy yes. utensils, like toy cup, <laughs> toy plate, toy fork, and knife, and tiny napkin. I put the food on the toy plate and the drink in the toy cup <gasps> while brother-in-law was in the shower. He came into the kitchen and sat down and stared <laughs> at the plate for a few seconds and then looked at me and asked that asked what the hell this was and whether I was joking. I told him if he wanted to act like a helpless child, then you might as well get treated like one. He began yelling at my sister and my sister came inside. He then threw the napkin and stormed off upon saying that I disrespected him and that he'll let my parents know what I did. My sister saw what I'd done and started laughing. I went inside my room, but the argument didn't stop. And now he's expecting an apology from me for meddling in his marriage and pulling this crappy stunt on him. I could be the asshole for this, but I was just so mad for my sister and also sick and tired of being sick and tired of the nightly fighting over dinner. He's this not the a, asshole. He's not the asshole, but this is interesting. Um, there might be, I mean, I mean, he's 17. It's not like he's like a full grown adult and he was also kicked out for coming out. So it's like, he also doesn't, it's not like he's this like 30 something bum that's like slumming it. You no, know what I mean? Like, and, with his, and not pulling this his guy, weight. This husband seems like a complete misogynistic entitled oh. asshole. He the dinner was already made and cooked and she's exhausted and he's like why isn't it on the table? Put it on the table. You deserve this shit. She's six mind you she's 6 months pregnant. Yes. She's not and but and she already has a 2-year-old and her little brother who got kicked out of the house that she's Ooh, helping out he with. He has got to go. So I'm glad I'm like, I'm trying to think I'm like, maybe like maybe the guy is stressed out for having a, a, to take care of a teenager he didn't sign up for. But uh, it does. It sounds like if he if the brother wasn't there, he would still be a maniacal freak. Yes. And, and the fact dinner that he's hot on the, the table immediately. The fact that he's like, you meddled in my marriage when this was actually just between <laughs> I got your food ready and admitted to it. I did this to you. No, so the fact he's already out. blaming, he's already taken it out on his wife too. This guy's a dick. He's got Yeah, I mean, I really feel for you. Hopefully you can find a new situation and hopefully yeah. I think your sister's six months pregnant. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. You're, it sounds like she needs to get the fuck out of there. I know. I, I um, bet. And I, that's probably him on his best behavior. I'm actually worried for when like yeah. they don't have someone else there to yes, witness it. What I know. Like. That's what makes me nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, am I, <laughs> am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law I want to fuck her son? Shouldn't she know it's your, I'm she's your mother-in-law. to see where this goes. Cause I, I, why do I feel like I'm going to be on her side? Yeah. Like oh yeah. I feel like I will too. But also like if I'm married to your son, it's common knowledge yeah. that I want to fuck your son. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my 28, so she's my 28 female. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's a 20 year old female. Her husband is 31. So my husband had to spend two months in a different state for work. He came back nine days ago. I'm obviously thrilled he's back and I've missed him a lot. I was hoping we would be able to spend some time together, just the two of us. However, his mom, 56, came over when he was supposed to come home. I was slightly annoyed, but I know she was just as excited to for her son to be back. However, she never left. Like I was prepared to <gasps> deal with her being there for a day or two, but not nine days because she's been here for nine days and we haven't had a second of time together. She insists <sighs> on staying here instead of a hotel for the record. She lives an hour away. The guest room is right next oh. to ours and the walls are thin. 
when the two of us go out, she comes with us or makes one of us stay with <gasps> her because otherwise it, we would be, quote, bad hosts. Oh, no. She follows us around the house constantly. We want to cuddle and watch movies. She's sitting uh, and she's sitting in the armchair. We want to go to a romantic restaurant. Better make that a table for three. We have we have even left her in the living room to go chat in our room and she follows us. Oh, no. Earlier today, I just asked her to leave, even though both of us have been hinting that she needs to go. She kept saying she wasn't ready to go yet and wanted more time with her son. I tried telling her. Listen, I think she might want to fuck her son. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, I tried telling her we wanted some alone time and she kept insisting that she join us. (laughs) Finally, I snapped and said, since you seem to be, since you seem to be oblivious, I will put this bluntly. I want to fuck your son. (laughs) If you, (laughs) if you don't want to see or hear, then you need to leave. Um, this isn't that she said, I know this isn't the classiest response ever, but I was frustrated. Anyway, she yelled at me, but eventually left. We finally got to have our alone time, but now she is blowing up both of our phones. She is saying that I am disgusting and have no respect for her, her, her son, or myself. She keeps telling my husband that he shouldn't be with someone so crude, and how dare he let me speak to her like that. I'm sure you get the idea. I know that um, I know what I said was really inappropriate, uh, inappropriate, so am I the asshole? And then she did an edit. After reading these comments, okay, so we didn't read the comments, but uh, should I read this after? Um, well, there's no comments, but basically it's, it sounds like she said that, um, well, yeah, I just meant like, should we give our, but okay. So oh, she read oh, comments oh. that people said, <laughs> and then, um, she said, after reading these comments, I will definitely let my husband know he needs to step up. I agree that it should, that it should have been him who made her leave. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I love him to death and want to be accommodating to his fear of making her angry. She's nasty when she's angry and will turn his whole family oh. against him. However, he needs to set boundaries. So yes. that sounds like that's the advice she was given in the comments. And I yeah, agree with all of that. I absolutely agree. The fact that you had to get to that point where you snapped oh, at her. Oh my God. Like, I mean, I can't even imagine like you, you work and live in different states. That is so for not for nine months i think she said that is so unbelievably hard two months in a different state he came back nine Mm. days ago but it's the nine days that that the mother-in-law is just there i just feel like is creepy that's really creepy that when they they're in the living room watching tv and that they say as a couple we're gonna go chat in the other room and she follows them like I, she has some weird possessiveness over her son that is creepy to me yeah and i just feel like he needs to understand that it's okay if she's not in your life at all. Cause like yeah. the fact that in the edit, it, she said uh, she's nasty when she's angry and will turn his whole family against him. Like what the fuck That's kind so of manipulative goodbye. You don't need yeah. that. Like right. goodbye. It's normalized cutting off um, ties to toxic family members. It yes. Okay. Amen. Amen. It is okay. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter to get over herself? Okay. <laughs> I've been told that. <laughs> <laughs> I was blessed with three beautiful children. Unfortunately, my eldest Brooke passed away when she was five years old. Mm. It rocked my world and I know I haven't been the same since. I went through therapy and still attend to this day, but a part of me died too. I will never let my daughter be forgotten. I bring pictures of her to events such as holiday celebrations and birthdays. I talk about her all the time. Every year on my living children's birthdays, I think of her and how 
her once younger siblings are now older than her. My daughter Marnie is getting married next month. I asked her if she was having a memorial table and she said no. I asked her about creating a seat for her sister who passed and she should be a part of the day. Marnie told me no. For once, she wants a day about her. She said she couldn't have one event that wasn't about mm. Brooke. Even her graduation, I put a picture of her on the seat. She said, I needed to stop making my grief front stage. Oh, yeah. I told her she was being incredibly selfish until she goes through a loss like this. She'll never understand. She, oh. Marnie asked if her kids would have to live under the shadow of Brooke, too. I told Ooh. her she should be ashamed of herself, ashamed and get over herself. My son says I'm being terrible and to reevaluate my life. Am I the asshole? I mean, oh. I don't know if I'd call you an asshole, but you're not right. Right. That's the thing. Like, I wouldn't obviously it's not an asshole because you're not coming from a malicious place and you're coming from grief and pain. But I the daughter is correct in what she's saying. And if she used those words and felt like she's been living under her sister's shadow her whole life. And if she would even say, um, I for once, I want to be like it's her wedding. And she for once, I want a day about me. Then she clearly has deep seated. She has felt for every birthday or event or special thing that it hasn't really been about her. And actually that languaging about I she told me I need to stop making my grief front stage sounds like therapy. It sounds like maybe her daughter's been in therapy and talking about this. And that's like because that's the language that's used. It's accurate language. It's good. A good way to communicate that. But um, I empathize with both of them. But the mother's in therapy. I went through therapy and still attend to this day. Like, what is your Mm -hmm. therapist? Like, there's no way your therapist is like right yeah your daughter's an asshole like what yeah like, there's no way your therapist well, is saying that the fact that her son that. also is on yeah. his sister's side means that that's a shared experience that the siblings exactly. must have i mean this that's is sad. hard and like to say that until she goes through a loss like this yes i mean losing a child is way different yeah but she did go through a loss she yes. did go through a loss that's um, a good point um, is but one... I mean, well, they were younger, actually, because she was five years old when she passed and everyone else was younger. So they might not have remembered her, which could still... even be. But that could even make it harder when your whole life, your mom is like yeah. bringing up this person that you actually didn't even get to know. So then you feel like de- more detached from it exactly. and it could be more frustrating. That's that's hard. It's one thing if you were, you were raised with this person, like you mm-hmm. might you might feel more inclined to yeah. sh- maybe share but like it it depends like it just sounds like i can't trust the narrator here you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds very one-sided as far as like right you know not painting the full picture of how much you exactly made, you've made that grief of um uh, so blatant yeah mm-hmm. um am i the asshole for singing a song to my wife at our wedding and making her angry Um, I just got married last week. My wife and I are both in our thirties. I'm Mexican and she's American, but we both grew up in the U S and both of our families know both languages. My wife planned every bit of the wedding and was very controlling and nervous. was a very controlling and nervous bride, but all right. I get that she was stressed during the reception. I went to the band and asked them to play a song for me to sing to my new wife. It was Tamare by Miguel Bose. Um, It was a song from our first date in a really bad Mexican restaurant. So it became a longstanding joke between us. The guests really loved the song and my mother-in-law cried and told me it was beautiful, but my bride seemed upset. I asked her what's wrong. And she said, 
I am an asshole for taking the spotlight to enforce <gasps> to enforce my ethnicity and not just let the band sing our song for us. Whoa. What, she was who mad. Says the words enforcing your ethnicity. <laughs> that is a massive fucking red flag. She's massive. mad that he didn't. She's mad that he didn't request their song be played by the band. That he did it more personally and sang it to her because he's enforcing and his her, ethnicity. <laughs> and her own mother was like crying and like loving it. You know what I mean? So it's Divorce like divorce this woman. Yeah, sorry. That's some racist shit. I'm sorry. Super racist shit. But like, both our families know both languages. Why does her family know Spanish? That's why he's setting the scene. Um, Because they know the song. Like, it's not. It's not like right. Right. Her family doesn't know the lyrics to the song, which still, who cares? Yeah. Even if they didn't know the lyrics, like it's a song. Like, but but she wasn't mad about the language because she said, "Why didn't you have the band just sing it?" She's mad that he sang it. And taking the spotlight. What? What? It's his wedding, too. (laughs) I'm sorry, but there's a PSA that needs to go out to brides. The wedding is also your husband's day. I know. You get like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, there are brides that get fucking psycho. Oh, yeah. I. I, Oh, yeah. And I think it has to be like privilege obviously there's there's a fucking disconnect there is a privilege there and there is some unpacked unseated drama trauma Trauma. where you did not get enough love as a child exactly the deep insecurities that are coming out thinking this is the one day that everyone can validate you and not 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 validate your marriage or your relationship but you you so you better spend eight hundred dollars to be there for me for oh, three days and cut your don't cut your hair horrible oh my god okay am i the asshole for telling my new co-worker was misleading for him to be wearing his wedding band when he's a widower uh, i think so oh hi a couple of weeks ago we had a new employee hired at the company he's a good guy and a and a widower named james 36 and to my knowledge his late wife passed away eight months ago oh me female 32 and the other co-workers get along well with him however i noticed that he's still wearing his wedding band on his finger it kind of confused me for a bit (laughs) i want to cry but i I couldn't help but bring it up with him on lunch break we talked and i pointed out that he was being misleading by still wearing his wedding band when he's a widower my god oh my god he looked quite bothered by what i said eight months ago (laughs) even if it was longer like Okay. Oh my God. Um, giving people the wrong idea or impression about his relationship status since he's technically single and on his own right now. <gasps> but I don't want to sound cruel, but I'm speaking from a technical angle. There's no technicality. Like James, a said technical that he- angle when somebody loses their wife is cruel. James said that he didn't give it much thought, meaning he didn't care what people think, and that even if he wasn't wearing his wedding band and some woman approached him, he'd still turn them down since he's not interested. For some reason, things got awkward for some reason, and everyone stopped eating and just stared at James and me. I told him I don't know, but that uh, that really felt generally misleading of him as in making people think he's in a relationship (laughs) married. When he is not, regardless of how he felt about being in a relationship, he got upset, called me rude, and said that I repeatedly disrespected his marriage and his late wife's memory. Yes. And with what I said, then took his stuff and walked away. My coworkers said, regardless of who is right or wrong, though some 
said he overreacted. There was no reason for me to bring this up on, in the first place and cause a scene and make James upset with us like that. Now he's not speaking to me and others who sided with me. Am I the asshole or did I just over or did he overreact? Um, this was just a conversation we were casually having with the other coworkers, and I didn't use any insensitive tones or anything, but we had a discussion and it suddenly turned into an argument. I tried to let things calm down, but the situation got out of hand unexpectedly. I mean, okay. yeah, because he's recently grieving and you're going to have triggers. Yeah. And also you're mad because he's misleading, meaning everybody should know that you're single. And then he says, even if I weren't wearing it, I'm not open to being in a relationship. And she's still mad. She's not, she's mad about the signaling. So if I take my ring off, I'm signaling that I am single, but I'm actually not closed, but I actually am closed off to being in a relationship. So is that not misleading? If I take my ring off, people think I'm single and then I I'm not actually wanting to be a relationship. That's misleading. And why are you concerned about someone misleading you when he's fucking grieving? I know people that like are married and like, they don't like to wear wedding rings at all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. unless you've, unless in your marriage with both of you you've stated like please wear your wedding and make means something to me and they don't then like maybe there could be a red flag there but other than that like there's like you can't i don't know like there's no like technical thing like everybody has their own thing when it comes to wedding rings like it is not serious and there's no rules get the fuck off of him it sounds like you want to fuck him yeah i i sounds like you want to fuck him i dated a guy um so on our first date um, we had dinner, we went out to dinner, had a great time. And he worked at the gym that I went to. And so then the next day I saw him at the gym and I noticed he was wearing a wedding ring. And I was like, okay, I know that that was not on his finger last night oh, at oh, dinner. Um, oh, 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 oh. what? So that after the gym that day, I went over to his place and he was making dinner for me. And I, I was like, so um, this is like our second date. And I was like, so you're wearing a wedding ring. <laughs> like what? And he was and he completely he opened it. He's like, oh, I, I wear it at work. I'm go- in the middle of going through a divorce. They've been separated for a long time. And like it was a I ended up having a great relationship with him. And he's an incredible guy. But I say that because it's like you don't you cannot make assumptions about people that is a symbol. Yes. And you use it for certain things, but when people make personal decisions and he was like, I just, I'm wearing it at work still because he's a personal trainer. He's like, I don't want my coworkers and clients. You're very close and personal with those people. It's not like I'm in a cubicle. He's like, I talk life with all these people every day and I don't, I'm going through the divorce and I don't want to have this discussion with everybody in my life right now until it's like figured out understandable. And like I said, I know him now. I've known him like almost a decade now. I know him to be a good person. So you cannot like put those, Oh, well you should be, you should be, you should be like, if you were to take it off and like, you know, if you were to take it off and then be walking around and then like we went on our first date and then I, and then I find out the next day, like, Oh, you're actually going through divorce. You're wearing a wedding. Is that not misleading? Like, mm. should you, it's just so weird. You can't do it, that. I mean, it's such a gray area <laughs> yeah. when the two parties are alive. Yes. Like of it's going to be the grayest of area when 
uh, one of the spouses passes. Like that is unbelievable. You, you're not prepared wow. for that. And you're just going to judge mm-hmm. someone for working through their grief the way they want to. Like and saying you're coming from a technical place. Suck there is, my that, dick. That means nothing. You're just saying noise. Again, I think they want to fuck that guy. And yeah, for sure. And, and I feel like she, because he got defensive, she got defensive. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. was just like, no, because yeah. you're, there's something behind that, babe. You, you, you just want to, you want to fuck him and make sure yes. that he can move on. Exactly. Um, am I the asshole? Wait, this is mine, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole? My boyfriend, <laughs> my boyfriend places sheets on all of the furniture when I'm on my period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is a 24 year old woman and her boyfriend is 28. Wait. She says, so my boyfriend is really protective over his furniture. I assume it's because they're white. Okay, fair. Um, This really shows when I'm on my period. My boyfriend does humiliating things like placing sheets on all of the chairs and lounges. I feel like if I were to leak, I'd just leak through the sheets anyway. (laughs) And he makes me sleep. Oh, my God. He makes me sleep in the guest (gasps) bedroom on the first two days of my period. My heavy days. Are you out of your mind? And then he even asks me about when was the last time I changed my tampon. No, I'm a grown woman who has had her period since the age 12. I don't need somebody to remind me to change a tampon. Definitely not a man. When does this uh, when he does this, I just feel embarrassed. And it gives me the vibe that he cares more about materialistic objects than me. Yes. And I'm not even allowed to cuddle him during my period. Hell no. Um, he acts like I'm just gushing like a waterfall or something. I started my period yesterday and as expected, the sheets come out. I decided to put my foot down and I take off all the sheets from the furniture, which got my boyfriend irritated to which I told him that he needs to stop treating me like a leaking juice box. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's saying that I have no right to prevent him from keeping his expensive furniture clean and that I'm the one acting like a jerk. I need to know, am I the asshole? No, you need no. to literally cut his balls off. He is the and asshole. And have, the, have so, him bleed on his white couch. I'm so here's I'm here's advocating the thing. for violence. I think <laughs> really what it is is okay. You have white furniture. Yeah, blood is hard to get out. Understandable, understandable. If your girlfriend is on her period and you're concerned about your white furniture, that's a conversation. And then you either you don't immediately cover the house and request she sleep in another bed tell tell her to change her tampon fuck that that's a conversation where it's like maybe if you're sitting on the couch together you lay a blanket down or she's like don't worry i just put a tampon in or i have these sweats on or that's like between you two but you don't turn it the house into like you're kid proofing the apartment basically yeah. like I making her think feel. worrying about the couch at all is a red flag i just really think it is i feel like i would worry about my own couch if it was white and i'm on my period so I understand that. I don't know. I, I, it, yes, as a woman and you like your own things, but as a, I don't think, I don't know. I, I just feel like you're weird. Well, you're that's weird. why I think, no, well, okay. So this is what I don't, I think it's, ever, all of this is red flags and he's the asshole. But a man, a man being grossed out by a period is not okay. For I think that that's fucked up. A man being like, I don't want blood stains on my white couch. Because you cannot want that and not be grossed out by a period, want to cuddle and not be grossed out by getting blood on you. It's fucking hard. If your couches are expensive, like I'm an interior design nerd. I wouldn't want him to be like, don't sit on the couch. But I would understand if he's concerned about getting blood on a white couch. That is different 
from being grossed out by periods, from not wanting to touch you and be around you. Like that's one of the, that crosses the line to me of being like, fuck all men versus mm, no, there are some things that are, if men had a thing that's like basic, if men had a period or where they're bleeding out their butt and we don't know what that's like. And I have a boyfriend over and I'm expensive ass white couch. If it's one thing, if I'm like, don't sit down, don't touch me. Can you sleep over there tonight? Blah, blah, blah. But if I'm like, Hey, can we lay a blanket down? Cause it's a nice couch. That's fair. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I think I disagree. I think this woman is how old? 24. 24. 12 years of a period and you're, you're going to assume that she's like, well, no, that's everywhere. not okay. That's what I'm saying. There's a difference. Unless she's done it before, unless you know that she is a leaker. Uh-huh. I don't, I, I feel like you're just going to have to leave it up for there. I, I feel like getting, well, anal I don't think about a, a, I agree your with furniture you. until you see that she's a leaker until that you've seen that. Well, she that's, can't. What I'm, that's what I mean. The concept of being concerned about your furniture. I agree with what you're saying. So I think there's like, Maybe I didn't articulate it like the concept of being concerned about blood getting on your white couch is totally fine. Mm -hmm. Assuming that she can't handle her own period, doesn't know when to change her tampon. Maybe she's probably going to leak on my couch. None of that is okay. So I'm just making a distinction between like the concept of being concerned about your furniture is fine. But assuming she can't handle it and she's going to bleed everywhere and she's leaking and she's uh, can't take care of herself. To a de- yeah. I, being being concerned to a degree because it's expensive makes it d- sense. But it stops but to, there. It stops it, there. Yeah. You can't be psycho and like no. you're treating her like a fucking object at this point. Because he's insinuating that she like she said that she can't handle herself that she doesn't know how to when to change a tampon or how none of that is okay. I don't condone any of that. And like do you know women at all like right putting sheets on everything you have you ever did you live with a woman like what is the relationship with his mother? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. That is therapy. Okay. Um, Am I the asshole for mentioning my best friend's former crush on me in a speech at his wedding? Ooh, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm currently in a predicament, and frankly, I could use some opinions for backstory. I, female 27, met one of my best friends, Christian, male 26, back in 2010 during our freshman year of high school. We became friends and remained close over the years since making since making a lot of great memories and sharing mutual close friends. From 2013 to 2016, Christian had a pretty serious unrequited feelings for me. However, he eventually got over me, and I had never let even let his feelings harm our friendship. If anything, our friendship honestly got closer after he got over me. In early 2018, he met Victoria, female 29, at a bar, and they hit it off. They started dating after two weeks, got engaged in late 2021, and the wedding happened yesterday night. It was honestly a great time as I watched with my parents and mutual friends as this kid I've known for 12 years was getting married to the love of his life. Plus, Victoria and I honestly had a pretty decent relationship, and according to Christian, she didn't Uh, really seemed to care about his past feelings as time went on. Anyway, as the night kept going on with a lot of music and dancing, I got up to eventually give a speech for Christian. I talked about how we first met, how much our lives changed since then, and how great of a person Christian was. The attendees were uh, clearly very touched, and Christian and Victoria both looked happy. As I talked more about her history, I jokingly mentioned how Christian and the had the hots for me but that didn't matter because he found his soulmate and that our friendship was stronger than some unrequited feelings most of the crowd laughed and i could even see christian smiling for a second before seeing chris uh, victoria's confused face 
After the speech Mm -mm. was over, I went over to the bar with a few friends. Christian came up and hugged me, thanking me for the speech. However, at our hotel, one of our best friends, Devin, female 27, told me she had heard gossip from the bridesmaids that Victoria was upset with me for bringing up Christian's previous feelings for me at the wedding. Apparently, Victoria genuinely had no issue with Christian's feelings, but felt it was inappropriate to mention them at the wedding. I sincerely intended no harm. With my actions, maybe I didn't read the room. Everyone I told is honestly split on whether I'm the bad guy or not. So it's definitely been polarizing. Christian hasn't mentioned any of this to me, but I'm not sure I should even ask him. Um, We can, okay. I think. (sighs) Yeah, you're the asshole. And like, there's a thing, intention versus impact. You could have thought it was Mm -hmm. funny in the moment. And then you realize it hurts someone that's close to yeah. someone that's close to someone close with you. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. important to one of your best friends that hurt them. Mm-hmm. Um, own it. Apologize. Um, and maybe they can move on. I, I feel like there's a lot of weird dynamics here. And I feel like this is a rule of thumb. Unless you guys have laughed about it in your own friendship, like, yeah, don't bring it up. Oh, that's the only if maybe well, if. And I still, I still say, don't bring it up. It's not, I say, don't bring it. I'm like, what yeah. is, cause is the, there's no purpose to her, a story she was telling or whatever, where that information need to be said, which makes it seem self-gratifying. Like I'm just putting this in there to let people know that he used to like me. That's how it comes across. If there's no other point to that information being interjected, you could talk yeah. about, like she said, her friendship and how they known each other for so long. And now he's with the love of his life, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um you inserting that he used to have feelings for you adds nothing to your story so then it, it is just self self serving like, yeah it is you you just want to kind of look yeah I, I mean unless you made a really funny clever joke about it which i doubt right. you did you know what i mean i'm wondering if there was like a really i don't know again unless it and how i wonder wait, how long ago was it between 2013 and 2016 it's like four or five years after I mean, time has passed, but still, that was a long time from have have those feelings. And well, I don't and even know. It, it wasn't even clear that she knew about the feelings. Maybe she had just found out at the wedding. Again, I like, think I think she know. implied that she had known and she never uh, like over time. It didn't bother her. Um, I think that's what she had said. But but oh, even the bride, oh, oh, oh. even the bride saying like, it's not the fact that he had feelings for her that bothered me. It's that why would she bring that up at my wedding? And she's correct. Yeah. And also what is Christian's just happy and hugging him? Like Christian also seems like kind of like, I think an issue as well. Like he shouldn't be, he should have been vocal with her about how inappropriate that was. Like what the fuck? If he knew that her, his wife was unhappy. Yeah. That's weird. All right. The last one. Okay. Um, am I the asshole for spoiling my best friend's proposal? Probably. (laughs) Um, so this girl is 27 years old. I am getting married to my fiance, 27 years old, in a little under three weeks. Everything has been going amazing with the planning, and I'm ecstatic for the day. My best friend, Cassie, whom I've been friends with since we were 10 years old, is my maid of honor. She's truly one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Blah, blah, blah. Stuck with me through everything. <laughs> She's been the biggest help in planning this whole whole ordeal, and I wouldn't trade her for the world. However, I've never been the biggest fan of her girlfriend, Sophie. I always show her respect and try to include her in things, but she's a huge introvert and sometimes it can come off as disrespect in return. Um, Cassie's own words, actually. But they always seem to be very happy together, so I hope she warms up to me uh, a little in time. Uh, 
They've only been together over a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. Several days ago, Sophie approached me um, asking if I'd be okay if she proposed during my reception. Wait. Why would you do that? What? So her friend, because I, I misinterpreted this as when she said girlfriend, I thought it was just her her friend's friend, but it's her friend's actual yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But why would during you want to propose? reception? You fucking psycho? reception. Okay, so Sophie approached, asked if she could propose during my reception. She claimed it would be a great way for Cassie and I to bond more, having our weddings linked and all of that. Not what? that we needed any more time to bond. She's already my other half. I love Cassie to death, but I'd never allow that for anyone. I shut the idea down immediately, and Sophie got all pissy with me and left. She said something along the lines of, I don't need your permission anyway, and walked out the door. This made me fearful that she would attempt it anyway, so I went to Cassie. Needless to say, Cassie was mad. I never really see her get angry, but she was livid. She apologized profusely and said she couldn't believe Sophie would ever think of doing something like that. And that was the end of our conversation. However, two days ago, I got another call from Sophie berating me for spoiling her plan to propose. And and I was informed that Cassie would be attending the wedding by herself (gasps) and is currently and Sophie is currently not speaking to her. I was concerned that that wasn't the entire story. So I called Cassie. She was a mess. She said she was staying with her parents right now and disinvited Sophie as her plus one because she was scared Sophie would have proposed anyway, given the chance, and she didn't want to ruin my wedding. Oh, I told her to come stay with me for a while instead, and she showed up several hours later, still a complete mess. She said that she and Sophie had a huge fight and that it was and that she was reconsidering whether or not she wanted to stay in this relationship. According to Cassie, these huge fights are a common occurrence. I feel awful, awful for ruining her proposal and potentially ruining her relationship. Cassie has been picking herself up in front of me and continuing to be great with the last minute to do's, but I've caught her crying while I'm not around. I love her and I don't want her to resent me for this. So I need to know, am I the asshole? And is there anything I can do to fix this? No, and then there's an, you're not the asshole. No, there's, I mean, like, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, there's an edit. I went to Cassie with all of your comments and she broke down. We had a long moment in where Cassie finally told me how Sophie really treated her. She hadn't previously told me this because she didn't want people to hate her girlfriend. I won't share details for Cassie's privacy, but needless to say, I no longer respect Sophie. I held her hand and she called Sophie to finally end things. Cassie will be staying with me for a few weeks while we get her things from their shared apartment and find her a new place to stay. I've even asked her to house sit during our honeymoon. More for her benefit than mine, but I won't share that bit with her. As many of you have said, and I know I'm incredible. I know I'm incredibly lucky to have Cassie in my life, and I'm so glad to be helping her into a new chapter of her life. We will be going out for dinner and drinks tomorrow with my fiance and a couple of mutual friends. On me, of course, as a huge thank you for everything she's done. Thank you for all your kind comments. We'll be sure next time to find Cassie a partner as sweet as she is. Oh my God. I mean, like Fuck Sophie. the audacity, the audacity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can tell it like if you're going to go to your girlfriend's best friend and being like, yo, I'm going to propose. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then be cool like, with it? it's going to be special to have your weddings linked. And she's like, she's already my other half. Like we don't need our weddings linked. What? Yeah, it, it, that that sounds so manipulative and like so manipulative. Uh, yeah, like this is for this is for you. I'm doing this for yeah, your guys' friendship's yes. sake. Like what? Ew, psych. I've oh my god, that's, that's awful. Crazy. That is ridiculous. 
Wow. You know, every time we do an episode of this, of glad the Am I the Asshole? What? I'm glad they broke up. Oh, yeah. Every time we do one of these and, and read all these, I'm like, okay, things aren't so unhinged for me right now. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, there are people go through crazy Oh, shit. my God. And also people think... Are, are, are insane and they come on, on these threads and they think that they're mm-hmm. like legitimately or legitimate and it's like no sorry yeah like no no you're psycho you're i can't actually insane and then this is weird but do you ever think about like the amount of crazy people the amount of like psychosis in these people's minds they have driver's licenses yeah <laughs> they're out there oh, on I the know. road <laughs> Why do we uh, allow everybody to just? They're teaching in your schools, and yes. uh, they're at your, your. They're dealing with your money at the bank. Yeah, they're um, whatever. They're probably I giving know. you advice on YouTube or some shit. <laughs> they probably have their own podcast. <laughs> this so basically the moral of the story of Am I the asshole? Is don't trust anybody. <laughs> don't trust anyone. Our <laughs> healthy mental health awareness message is don't trust anyone. <laughs> Stay paranoid, friends. <laughs> oh, anyway. Well, we love you guys. And mm-hmm. um, please subscribe to us on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. We're there. Rate and review us. It helps us reach more people. And we're on Instagram at the SOS pod. And, um, and we are also on Patreon. So... Please sign up for for good goodies and good merch, exclusive content, the chance to change our topics or or pick our topics rather. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, come on, guys, join our community. Yes, um, I'm Molly Cottrell. I'm Melissa Rosano. Here's the turning meltdowns into magic. <laughs> <laughs>